Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show this morning. I hope everyone's having a peaceful day <laughs> in our hectic, busy world. Um, so far, mine is. Yay. Yay. Um, kind of a roller coaster of energies and emotions. I know that a lot of you are finding it just challenging every day to navigate and be graceful with everything that's going on. You probably have found that you have to be aware of your time spent on social media and your time just spent um receiving all the information and all of the tragedies and the horrors and the turmoil. Make sure you're balancing that out with good, hearing the good stuff, finding the good stuff, having conversations with people about the good stuff. I know I, I chat with my mom a lot and, and we'll be talking about things and I'll be like, okay, I think we need to change tactics or change channels here and talk about some really great stuff that's happening because it's so easy to get sucked in and head down that whirlwind of negativity and drama and trauma. And it's every day, every day. Now, I'm glad that things are coming to light to create the change. At the same time, I know for myself, for my own peace of mind, I have to keep a bit of a balance or a juggling act. I want to know the information. I want to know what's happening. But then I have to balance it with the good things, the stable things, the things that create smiles so that I don't get too discouraged, especially for us empaths. We have to be aware survival (laughs) it's too easy to end up being negative because we are picking up on all all the negativity from everybody so um last week was just one of those crazy weeks we had a lot of 4-h stuff going on and every day was jam-packed and i am naturally an introvert And I need to balance jam-packed busy with alone time, silence, being with my animals. This is how I remain productive and happy. And last week it just wasn't possible. It was just so much going on, doing a lot of 4-H stuff. We did tire recycling. We did a big food drive for Santa's Anonymous. All valuable, great things, but it was hectic. 
when I don't always navigate hectic well, I tend to get a little crusty about it. <laughs> and so I had to realize that and then just adjust my schedule. And so, you know, instead of I just couldn't sit in the radio show and be on my A game. And so if I'm not on my A game, I'm not going to do it. Instead, I was outside making sure all my animals were taken care of. I do a lot of things energetically. Like I expend a lot of energy um, checking in, protecting, nurturing, caring. And because it's something I naturally do, I'm not always aware of the toll it can take. All of you empaths know what I'm talking about, right? And so I often go until I can't, and then I have to take a break, a hard break. Hard no, not doing anything today, recharging. And, you know, that's how I stay healthy. And so being aware of this is pretty important. I also had something tangled up in my energy that I just, you know, I struggle to make sense of. But I have struggled to make sense of this my whole life. So I realize this is something that I will always be working on. But as I was struggling to make sense of it and I was doing my morning chores and I'm walking across the pasture and one of my pretty little cows was up drinking and I'm like, I just don't get it. I need some help understanding. And so I was, you know, sending out the call to the universe, and I'm like, okay, if this pretty little cow turns and looks at me, because she's not one of the ones that is overly friendly and people trusting, because she's not who she is, she turns and looks at me, I'll know I'm supported by the universe, and it'll be fine. She didn't. Now, here's the deal. I've been doing this a long time. (laughs) Hello. I've been able to do this my whole life. And I know better. I do. doesn't mean I don't do it. And then I had to laugh because she didn't, and I'm like, okay, fine. I guess this isn't going to turn out exactly how I want it to turn out. Well, duh. But then, because the universe does have a bit of a sense of humor, and the universe won't be told what to do any more than I will, my favorite cow decided to visit. Not once, not twice. But three times, like, hey, Shannon, like visit in such a way. Usually it's Annabelle, my longhorn diva, that does this. But she's getting older, and she's decided to retire. But she has two protégés. Yep, Penny and Princess. She's deciding which one gets to take over for her. Pretty, pretty Princess really wants the job. But Penny will not be outdone, and she likes to come and get my attention. She knows she's my favorite, I think. I don't know. There's a few others that are my favorites, too. Anyway, so three times. Power of three. Penny tried to get my attention. I'm like, okay, I get it. But how often? We're all guilty of this, aren't we? We want a sign from the universe, but we want it in a certain specific way so that we get it. But even if we get it in that certain specific way, we don't always believe it. We want another one. We want more proof. We want more validation. But it's not the universe we're not trusting. It's ourselves. 
when people come to me for medium readings, often, and I tell them not to, but often they'll have something specific they want their crossed over loved one to say or do with them. Now, here's the fun part. So the last time this happened, some people came and they had a specific thing and it didn't happen, but enough happened that they were, that they were really they were disappointed. I'm like, you can't do that. But I didn't know this. They didn't tell me that they had done this, right? They didn't fill me in. But the next day I was talking to one of them about something else. Of my mouth comes these things, and I'm like, in my head as I'm saying it, I'm like, I don't even know why I'm saying that. That doesn't even match what I wanted to say. And then she starts laughing, and she's like, you just made my day. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, when we came to see you, we wanted the person we were connecting with to say these specific things, and you just said them all. I'm like, what? (laughs) I said, if I'd have known that, I would have given you the little lecture that don't put conditions on it because what happens, just like my cow turning to look, is we put certain conditions on it, and then we expect things to go a certain way under, and we feel like we're controlling it. But let's be real. We don't. That's not how it goes. Not at all. And so when you ask for help or a sign from the universe, pay attention. Be aware of what happens next. Notice what you notice. So, okay, so my pretty little cow kept trying to get my attention, and I had to laugh. And then I was um, in the barn with my beautiful horse, and we were doing stuff, and all of a sudden I got this energy of, oh, my gosh, panic, freak out. And I'm like, and I turn to look at my horse, and I'm like, well, it's not you. It's not me. You're pretty grounded. And so then later when my husband came up there, I'm like, did you? What was going on there? And then he told me that he did have a little panic attack about something that he thought he needed to do and missed. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't my energy, but how often do we think it is? All the time, right? All the time. And so one more thing that happened to, oh, when I was um, going about my day-to-day jam-packed schedule, the numbers 111 came up lots of times, and they jumped out at me. And so, of course, I'm like, okay, thank you. That's one of the beautiful signs because it's easy to recognize because they jump out at you and it brings you this urgent message from the this is from the Doreen Virtue Angel Numbers book this number brings you the urgent message that your thoughts are manifesting instantly so keep your mindset focused upon your desires give any fearful thoughts to heaven for transmutation and it fit perfectly into what I was concerned about And feeling what my husband was feeling. Oh, and then something else that same day. Oh, I was thinking about somebody. They totally popped into my energy, and I was really wondering how they were doing, and then I got an email from them. And so taken individually, I could brush them off as yay. But when I put the puzzle pieces together, because remember, I asked for help. I got the answer I wanted, or I got the answer. I guess it's not even the answer I wanted because probably not, 
I got the answer, though, that I was validated and that I was correct in what I was thinking and feeling, and I need to just accept it with grace and let it go. It is what it is. I can't change it right this second. And no matter how hurtful or how upsetting the situation is, I have to let it play out. It's not up to me to fix anything at this moment. Speaking of letting things play out and fixing things, remember when I was sharing about um, having that mean, getting mean girl at a meeting? Totally surprising and discouraging and disgusting. Well, I had to take some time and decide if I wanted to be part of this group or not part of this group. I was deciding. But it wasn't just a simple decision because I believe in what this group does and I'm a big part of it. And if I let that person push me out or make it uncomfortable for me to be there, I would probably walk away from the whole thing. And I would be doing a disservice to myself, to the organization, and to the people that I help. And so I had to struggle with, was I willing to accept the consequences of staying part of it or accept the consequences of knowing that if I didn't join the group, I would probably end up walking away by the end of this year. And so... I decided I was going to be part of the group and not let that person push me around, make it very clear, but I was going to do it energetically. I don't believe embarrassing people in front of other people. I don't believe in making people feel guilty and ashamed in a crowd. I would prefer to have those conversations one-on-one if there's something that needs to be discussed. I've even found that doesn't work. What does work is to energetically change my reactions so that they can't invoke it in me where I want to fight back. Because if I fight back, it's not pretty because I do know how. That's what I decided to do. And so I went to the board meeting, and um, the person who really didn't want me part of it, well, there was more than one, completely changed her tactics and was treating me with kindness and respect and inclusion. I mean, I don't buy it because I just don't, but I won't make it a big deal either. At one point, this person was talking about something else, and she had an awareness that she realized that every time she tried to control something, a situation, and make it turn out the way she wanted, it backfired on her. And I felt like she wanted to look at me at that point, but she didn't dare. She wanted to make it too obvious. But I thought that's really good awareness on her part. Because the thing is, her reasons for not wanting me to part of, be part of it were totally ego-based and for her benefit 
because me not being part of it is very detrimental to the organization because of what I bring to the table. And she got told that hard by other people, not by me. Because I'm like, you know what, I don't have time to fight with you. I don't, I'm not even interested in it. And so now it's kind of a gaslighting thing where, oh, I never did that. What are you talking about? But look at how nice I am to you. Right? And that's what people will do. They will totally change it so that you feel like you are the, they want you to think you're the one overreacting and being unreasonable. It's because they just don't have the, I guess, the courage to, you know, bite the bullet and just say, I'm sorry. I didn't want you here because of you're a threat to me and the way I see things. I mean, that will never happen. (laughs) And I just went through a lot of that in the last two years, and I had to come to terms with it. I got a little life tired, and so I retreated. I decided to take care of myself and my immediate family and the people that make my life better and the rest. You have to take care of yourself for a while. I just I can't do it. Because if I would have kept going at the pace I was going and doing what I was doing, I would have ended up really sick. And that does no one any good. No one. So if you find yourself getting a little life tired, do something about it. Self-care is always important. And trying to juggle and balance the, the stuff that does make you tired with the stuff that doesn't stuff that lifts you up, the stuff that just brings a smile to your face. According to um, this really amazing book on Buddhism that I'm reading right now, the number one struggle we have in our lives is dissatisfaction. not being satisfied or not being happy with the way things are going and wanting to change them, but maybe not knowing how. It's also the same book that says we all have 83 problems, and if you solve one, you'll still get another one, and you always will have 83 problems. Good to know. (laughs) Because sometimes we get caught in that trap that, well, how come I can't fix this? How come it keeps reoccurring? Because you need the 83 problems. That's just how we are. And, you know, sometimes just take a step back and look at your problems and think, okay, I'm kind of used to these. I kind of know how to navigate these. Let's just keep working at it and see how it goes. And, again, balance it with the stuff that does lift your energy, make you happy. I spend a lot of time outside very blessed that it's a really great winter so far it's not been 40 below crazy cold where you don't want to step outside and so I have been completely taking advantage of that and enjoying every single minute of it what is your 
thing to do? Is it read a book? Is it watch a movie by yourself? Sometimes we just have to check out. Check out from peopling. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some other signs that you're supported. Those random things that seem to happen that just make you smile. That's the universe letting you know that the universe has your back. But it's not always what you think it's going to be. But that's kind of the beauty of being on this journey of life. Who would have thought that our world would end up the way it is right now? Completely bonkers, to put it mildly. And we have no choice but to navigate it because, really, what else are you going to (laughs) do? We have to find a way. When things happen, these challenges happen, it's for us to find a way to work through it. It's for our benefit. Mean people, crazy situations, chaos, it's all for our learning and soul growth. If you didn't have any problems, you would be bored and make them anyway. So let's work through and try to find that hope, that courage. Because, you know, everybody's in the same boat here. We're all wondering what is going on. So pay attention to those numbers that pop up, 111, 222, 333, all those. Get the Doreen Virtue Angel Numbers book. You can get it on your Kindle, on your phone. There's a Kindle app from Amazon that you can get. And just look it up so that you feel that hug, that energy of being supported. When you have turmoil and you're not sure where it's coming from, Break the energy, zip your chakras, ask if it's yours, because what if it's somebody else's? I know when that happened, my horse looks at me like, what? He wasn't feeling it, though. If I feel it, like if something's going on with me, he feels that. He's so cool. They're all so cool. My adorable little Highland heifers, Bridget and Nora. Oh. Seriously, some days I just go sit on the corral fence and then the horses come and I pet them and I just watch all of them, the 4-H animals, my little highland heifers, and you just can't help but smile. It's, but I'm also grounding my energy. I'm doing some meditation while I'm doing it. I'm basically cleaning, clearing, and recharging my energy. If you find your cell phone needs constant recharging, that's a sign you need to recharge your energy too. Find a way to do it. I'm not going to give you the lecture on watch the foods you eat. We all, we all know all of this already. I'm talking about recharging for your soul, your spirit, so that your connection to the universe and your guidance is there, is there. We are in tune. We just block it, ignore it, don't trust it. And if you want to be able to be more intuitive, you have to trust the messages you're getting and filter them and figure them out what they mean for you. And it's practice, purely practice. When I asked for help and I got all the signs, 
I didn't like what the answer was. I wanted the answer to be something else. And so I realized that I needed to do something so that their energy, because it had to do with people, most of my stuff does, most of everybody's stuff does, doesn't it? <laughs> and so I had to go freeze their names. And one of them refused to be totally frozen. And it just fits. And we'll see how that goes. And if the situation doesn't change, and it's not them changing, it's my reaction to that changing, I'll redo it. But I had to laugh. It's all energy, right? So the frozen people thing is, you know, take their name, write it on a piece of paper, put it in a little baggie of water and freeze it. And what it does is that it allows you to remain neutral. Their energy no longer affects you in a negative way, but you still get to have the positives. And it's just to give you a break because we can be bombarded by negative energy. When I got life tired, there was that week of people just being absolutely terrible and putting me, I put myself, they didn't put me there. I put myself in situations where I was witnessing it and I was trying to navigate it and kind of point it out and help and it didn't work. That's not what they wanted from me. They wanted to be right. And their need to be right was more important than integrity, than honesty, than trustworthiness. And it was ugly. I cried because I just couldn't believe that they would choose to act in this way. And then their, their response was to try to make me the bad guy. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing I can do about that. Nothing. Because no amount of my explaining my point of view, my trying to communicate, because they weren't willing to listen. Because listening would mean they would have to acknowledge their pieces. And not everybody's ready to do that. And that's, I mean, it's not really okay, but it is okay. You work on you. And it was a harsh lesson for me because I was having it pretty cushy. I have amazing clients, awesome friends, my family's awesome, and I needed to remember. I needed to put up more boundaries. I needed to have a little slap in the face. This summer, this summer I've had a lot of those. And it's, it's just simply, at its basic level, a reminder that not everybody is on your page. And that's okay. Tolerance, forgiveness, compassion, kindness, grace. That's what you invoke to deal with these. Because maybe they never will be. And do you want to be where they are? Probably not because that doesn't fit you. If you've been on this spiritual journey and personal development and you're working on things and trying to, you know, encourage your own soul growth and be a good person and have understanding and compassion and enlightenment and all these things, some people are just going to not be part of it. And to them, you are so weird. 
You're like an alien, the way you see the world, and they don't understand you. And when people don't understand someone, they tend to lash out. Because there might be some fear. Believe me, my family, like my extended family, which is big, they can't wrap their heads around the fact that I'm a reverend. In fact, I don't think they actually believe me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, they just can't. I, I, if I bring it up, they just change the subject. They don't want to talk about it. Like, it's really, really interesting. I'm not asked to officiate their weddings, that's for sure. And I have to be okay with that. I'm not. Tell you right now, I'm still working through that. I'm not okay with it. But what choice do I have? I'm forced to work through those energies. Will it be okay? Absolutely. Does it give me um, a new perspective, a chance to invoke grace and compassion? Yes. Maybe kicking and screaming a little. <laughs> I'm human. <laughs> I may be Reverend Shannon, but, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, people are fascinating. And if you can, you know, take a step back sometimes and be the observer and follow the signs. Follow the signs. The universe does have your back. If you find you're in situations like with family and Christmas and all the stuff going on, Put yourself in that bubble of protection and only let the people in your bubble that make your bubble happier. You can do it. Spray smudge your shoes. My favorite. Um, I love the essential oils, whatever it is for stress release. I use the sage ones. In fact, I was shopping yesterday after an orthodontist appointment from one of my children and the sage store. Happened to stop in, happened to drop a lot of money. I love it, though. It makes me happy. It is something that I can use to lift my energy when it's feeling pretty cruddy. Whatever reason, I'm in alignment with that. What are you in alignment with? What lifts you? Pay attention. Pay attention to that phone call from someone that tells you just the right thing you needed to hear. Pay attention online to what jumps out at you. Try to get less bogged down with the stuff that makes you upset. So you're online or you're listening to the news or you're watching TV and things come on that upset you. Don't forget to anchor your energy, your index finger and your thumb. Put them together to make the circle. That's anchoring your energy. Things won't affect it as much. I find that if someone's telling me something and it's really tragic and I'm worried that I'm going to, like, react badly, I anchor my energy. It allows you to navigate without getting pulled in. Because sometimes getting pulled in is not a good idea. Because we don't always know how to handle it, right? I mean, everyone is struggling with dissatisfaction. Everybody has 83 problems. Someone else's problems are not more important than your own, but yours are not more important than everybody else's either. 
I mean, they are to you for sure. We have to practice kindness, compassion, integrity, and honesty. Own our mistakes. Take the consequences if there are some. Lots of times there isn't, right? The only consequences are to ourselves. Take a look at your own behavior. Where could you do better? Where could you be better? What's the universe pointing you to? Where are you getting those nudges? Where are you getting the signs? What's your intuitive guidance system telling you? What is your guided system? Is it vivid dreams? Is it overhearing conversations? Is it listening to meditations and getting all sorts of information that way? Are you visual? Are you auditory? Are you kinesthetic? Who are you? That's the key. Being aware of who you are, all the good, the bad, the dark, the light, all of it. We've chosen to be here in this very interesting time, which I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know. I know Sylvia Brown used to say that after, what, 2021, she didn't see anything anymore for the earth. And I always, like, rolled my eyes and said, sure, sure. Uh, Considering what's going on, um, maybe. Maybe I shouldn't have scoffed so much. The thing is, there's... um, not a lot we can do about it if it's I mean it is what it is we need to make peace with our life as it is right now so that we can navigate it right if you have dreams of being rich and famous and that's going to make your life perfect or dreams of winning the big lottery and that's going to make your life perfect maybe find ways to make your life perfect right now Be in gratitude for the things that are good. Pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to what the universe is telling you. Fill your life full of people that make you happy, people that admire your sparkle, people that enjoy your sparkle, not the people that are trying to squish your sparkle. Let them go. Freeze their names, I tell (laughs) you. All right. So let's cleanse our chakras. I have to tell you, I've been doing this more than just on the radio show because it's, you know, again, when my world is hectic, I like to make sure my chakras are cleansed so that I can navigate from a stable, grounded place. And so I had an orthodontist appointment for one of my sons yesterday. So we were in Edmonton and we went shopping. I have to tell you, it wasn't terrible. Now, Christmas time and shopping with all the people, the energies, the upset, I normally struggle with it so much. Like today I would have been a mess, cranky, needing to drink lots of water. I mean, I did have a sea salt bath last night, but then it was so warm that maybe that was a bad idea. (laughs) Anyways, my point is the chakra cleanse works. (laughs) I'm not cranky today. Even my husband mentioned it. Hey, normally, yeah, thanks, honey. Thanks for your support. Because he called to tell me about a big bill that was coming up. And the orthodontist bill, of course, too. Yeah, you guys know what that's like, right? Anyways, 
It's all good. Just make peace with your life as it is. Get upset when there's something to do about it, but work through getting upset when it's kind of out of your control. Don't let it discourage you. Don't let it completely sideswipe you. If it does, feel what you're feeling and work through it in a way that's kind to yourself. Be kind to you. Just like I'm preaching being kind to other people and compassion, even when they totally annoy you or they behave badly, don't forget to be kind to yourself too. We're all just trying to figure this out. And figuring it out is not possible right now. So weird. All right. So let's do our chakra cleanse. All right. So take a nice big breath in. Chair. Uncross your legs. Close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. Just breathing. Breathing, breathing, breathing. you to concentrate on the top of your head. You might begin to feel heavy, heavy warm, could be tingling, relaxation. It's moving from the top of your head down over your forehead and eyelids and jaw, deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention to any other sounds except for the sound of my voice at this time. For these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you. But will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This heavy feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders and down your back and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing and breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And the drowsy, sleepy, daydreaming feeling just takes over, allowing you to let go. Deeply, deeply relaxing. Your arms, your hand, your fingers are relaxing. 
just feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling all through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. As this beautiful relaxation moves into your hips, your legs, moving downward into your knees. Feeling your legs relaxing, deeply, deeply relaxing. This lovely energy moves into your ankles, your feet, and into your toes as you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count will represent deep relaxation, and you will feel the body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. When I reach zero, you're going to go deeply relaxed. Five, letting go. Four, three, Two, one, zero. Deeply relaxed. Now let's visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing up the bottom of your feet, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with this Earth. Now let's imagine or visualize a white ball of light. full of clearing, cleansing energy coming up from those roots. There's going to be two, one into the bottom of each foot. A ball of light travels up your leg. You may feel a warm tingling sensation up into your legs, higher into your thighs, and both balls of white light join together at your root chakra. Now imagine or visualize your root chakra located at the base of your spine can imagine as a ball of red light spinning. It may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big. It may be really small. We're just going to spin this ball of energy until it's nice and shiny red, about the size of a baseball. There's no way to do this wrong. Visualize or imagine in a way that works for you. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Spinning, spinning. Excellent. Nice. This time of year, our root chakra can definitely get bent out of shape, man. 
open that a little more. Just clear it so you have nice clarity. You're not stressing about money so much. Nice. Okay, let's move up to our sacral chakra. This one's orange. We're going to clean that one until it's nice and shiny. Cleaning, cleaning, spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning, excellent. We need this strong. So we can have boundaries. Spinning, spinning, excellent. All right, now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. This is the yellow ball of light, and we're going to spin this one until it's nice and clean. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Okay, now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up to our heart chakra. This is the green one. And we're going to spin that ball until it's bright. Oh, let's infuse it with some sparkles green. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning.
spinning, spinning. Excellent. All right, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our throat chakra, the blue one. Let's spin this until it's clean and clear. So we can speak. Sometimes this one just gets cluttered up. If you find that happens, try writing things out and burning them. We can't always speak what we want to speak. Sometimes it's just best not to. But we still have to get the energy of it out. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Nice. Give it a little more. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Now let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our forehead. This one's the dark purple color. Let's spin it until it's nice and clean, and let's give it some sparkle. We're able to tune into our messages with clarity. Spinning, spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Spinning, spinning. Excellent. Nice. Okay, now let's go to our crown chakra. The pale violet or clear. We're going to spin this until it's bright and shiny, clean and sparkly. Okay, now that that one's all nice and shiny clean, we are going to visualize or imagine that ball on the top of your head again. And then we're going to move it down, down through your forehead, down past your 
third eye, give a little extra cleaning and clearing and recharging. Infuse it with positive energy. As we move down your throat, down through your chest, past your heart chakra, through your solar plexus. A little extra cleaning, clarity, down through your sacral chakra, down to your root chakra. And then visualize or imagine that ball of light splitting in two, traveling down your legs, past your knees, through your shins, to your ankles, bottom of your feet, and deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth, grounding us, connecting us, so that we can have clarity, understanding, and compassion this holiday season. Now, I'm going to count from zero to five, and you'll become wide awake, feeling refreshed and relaxed and have clarity. Zero, one, two, becoming aware of the room, three, four, and five. Wide awake, refreshed, and ready to take on the day. Excellent. And don't... Don't forget that if you ever need a little extra, I put a little extra energy into the foundation ones, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra, because, you know, it's a tough time of year for some people. So if you need to come back to this, go about mm, the last 25 minutes of this show if you need to replay it, because sometimes we get distracted when we're doing it. There's no way to do this wrong, no It's a cleanse, and it's all energy. We're all connected. It all works, even if you don't think so. Universe has your back. Well, I'm going to say goodbye, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do a show next week. It'll be a surprise to you and me because of the Christmas break coming. I might now not be back till January. I'll keep it as a surprise, though. So I wish you a wonderful Wednesday full of wisdom and clarity. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.